0: Hello and welcome, Star Wars fans, to this week's episode of Duel of the Ranks, a show we debate takes so hot that they melt a planet with twin suns. My name is Brody, and I'll be hosting this week's episode with my co-hosts, Amanda and Christian, as we attempt to discover what story is truly the best from a galaxy far, far away. On this week's episode, we're going to be discussing rinks and hot takes from Andor Season 1, Episode 8. Narkina. by the end of this episode we'll have a definitive answer on where this piece of star wars content ranks amongst the rest y'all i did it
1: wow good that was really good. the
0: avengers have assembled wow, we i we're all together. three back in we're a, back a room. together i read the script Oh, the oh cue the music! No, I almost did it. Jk, <laughs> I was going to say I did it. I got the music right, and I I said the intro without a script, and then the music kept playing. So almost Bomb.
1: perfect. Should oh. have celebrated. Penalty to excessive celebration. I
0: literally, it's like there's like it's like I got the football to the one yard line and started looking around like I'm going to get a touchdown. And then you just tripped. Yeah, and I just tripped. Out I of bounds. Right there. Yeah. Right there. Out of bounds. Uh, no time left. We lost the game. Yeah. I'm just going to go now. Uh, it's going to be our first night together in forever. And I'm just going to leave because... Well, catch you later.
1: <laughs> yeah. We had to We had to do a trial where we ping-ponged around all of the Duel of the Ranks crew to see who actually had the best chemistry together mm. and who we were going to vote off the island. Yeah. But I think we're too solid of an alliance.
0: We are a very solid alliance. Unlike... I- This rebel alliance.
1: Oh. Oh.
0: I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I had many off-screen discussions with Amanda about forming an alliance within the alliance to get Christian voted off. Oh. But we need farming. And if the zombie apocalypse happens, I have no idea how to hunt frogs deep in the lake at night. Yeah. So he has value. Never
2: well, ditch the farmers. You know,
1: Christian and I have been talking about voting you off I was the just island mention because that. I was like what else is Brody actually bringing at least Christian can <laughs> bow fish frogs.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. You can do that. <laughs> I I don't know why you still keep me on the island. I'm not going to lie. I kind of feel we like We do
1: need your house for the the studio. I have the so house. But Brody like kinda...
2: Go ahead. Sorry. Brody and I started to have a conversation but then I brought it up. I was like, ah, "That's that's a bad PR move." Then we look sexist.
1: Yeah, you can't get rid of me. Amanda, so, so obviously, I'm stuck here. So that's I had
0: a con- how I'm not that- even kidding. I had a conversation last week with amanda where (laughs) she literally said your show would suck without me (laughs) and i was like i love that i love just owning that whether or not it's true uh (laughs) it's true we know that i love the confidence no our show would suck without you amanda it would suck without you christian i know that now Mm. because we've done stuff without you and it it would suck
2: without you both
1: yeah But you know what's not going to suck is this episode, because we're all together.
0: Let's finally stop the praise all around and get to this show. About time. About time. Well, we're going to break down Andor, episode eight. Amanda, what was this episode all about?
1: So this episode, Andor gets placed into prison at, what's it
2: called? Narcona 5? Narcona 5? Or Narcona 5? Sorry.
1: One? Five. One of them. Um, which is a really interesting um for-profit prison structure, yeah, labor, forced labor market, um, with some really innovative technology that I would I would have called this episode. It's Narquina is the episode, but in parentheses, I would have called it Feet because there was a lot of feet in <laughs> this episode, feet.
0: <laughs> a lot of foot action.
1: Um, and then we also jump back to Ferrex where we see foot
0: lovers entered the chat.
1: Um <laughs> we see B- Bix and who's the other macho guy? Brasso. 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 Yeah. They are
2: I really like that guy.
1: Yeah. They're vibing. Not so well. Trying not to so hot. Marva. Yeah. Marva's kind of on her way out. And then Deidre is on one trying to put Cyril. I always want to say yeah. Cyril Cyril. Cyril. Cereal. Cereal. Yeah. In Cyril. his place for Caring too much about Cassian Andor. Like yeah. why why does this guy have care so much yeah. about it is this? kinda weird. At it's this a point. it's so annoying. And it's it's hard for me, I guess we're just gonna go into it. It's hard for me to buy into the fact that he is so driven by this one character yeah. and one moment. It doesn't feel real to me. Mm. Hot, hot take? I, may,
2: I don't know. It does come off as over the top, but then in, if you think about it, like in the real world, um, murdering two of your coworkers. Grin, I don't know how close sure. he was to those guys, but uh, yeah, I just thought it was funny that he filed all those reports um, saying like Andor was, you know, contaminating fuel. Some, yeah. I don't know. He's always trying to weasel it into his job title, you know, fuel yeah. contamination. That's great. <laughs>
0: yeah I don't know, I think it's weird how much he cares at this point, too. I mean, I do understand he's like lost his career, and that's what his life was, and like this is his road to redemption, personal I guess. vindication, yeah, I guess like I mean it's fine, like it doesn't,
1: but there's nothing about that that I've seen in his character so far, even around like the breakfast table with his mom, that compels me to believe like why he cares so much about this this power of
2: he's in love i kind of see it as the mom thing kind of added to it like he's trying to get personal vindication and show listen i'm top dog like i solved this whole thing and showed you y'all were wrong yep look at suck on that mom you know like like, (laughs) like shut up mom don't um, tell your mother to shut up.
0: Though. I like what you said to the old lady when we were recording the episode <laughs> yeah. outside. Yeah, trying to bring the groceries inside. Johnny, shut up back there. Hey, he's lying. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, I, I get that frustration. I Cyril is a pathetic character. Like yeah. he's just very pathetic. Wow. Like he's supposed he to is. be. Wow. Like he. I'm even Detra is
1: like you're pretty pathetic.
2: Yeah. Like, we're supposed to get that from Cyril. I like watching Cyril. I think it's just... I think it was comical this time around because it was six reports that he's filed in a month.
0: And it's just very meta that he's most famous for eating cereal. Yeah. Like, that was... I so don't you don't
2: forget his name.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to figure out where they're they're going to take his character. It seems like it's going down this road where... Okay, nobody's going to take his objective seriously. So he's going to have to become like a rogue mercenary, maybe mm. that just exclusively is going after Andor and I'm trying sure. to prove something to someone else that literally nobody else cares about. Mm. And maybe that's like his villain story or origin story. Yeah. I still am intrigued by the idea that Hyperspace Heroes brought last week that Cyril is. Actually, Callus, the yeah. starting story of Callus, which I don't think more and more that's possible, but we'll see. I liked that theory. <laughs> it's
2: fun to, you know, I don't think so either, but it would be, I don't know, I would interesting to see that. But I think
0: bring it full circle, he'll be
2: used by the Empire later on. Like, you know, I think they can. If the Empire's doing their job right, they'll point that fire in the right direction.
0: I mean, for me, I gave this like a four out of five stars for characters. I mean, even him, he's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. And insufferable. Oh man, the characters. I mean, the dynamics between them right now. Like I was saying beforehand, like Mon Mothma, we had no reason to care about her. And then you go like farther into the show and like that becomes her thing. Like everyone's like, why should we? listen to you or care about you you're basically this trust fund baby and all these things and like you know who's afraid to pull the trigger when like the you know stuff gets messy and you know y'all talked about it last week and um you are right in that normally i find something to hate on every single episode and For that reason, I think we actually do need to go back and let the audience know what our official ranking was for last week's episode because we never announced it. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, because you didn't have yours in. I didn't have it in yet because I was. Slacker. Yeah, slacking. I was traveling and just stopped caring about you guys. And for that, I am an evil person. But. The reality is, I gave it the highest ranking of anyone in the group at a 91.6%. Wow. Meaning the episode totaled at 87.47%. That's really high. Wow. I think it's our third highest ever. We'll look later. But anyway, so loved that episode. And I love what they're doing with Mon Mothma. She's like really starting to figure herself out. And I didn't realize I was excited until I saw her in a different show. And then just in something else, I saw And I'm like, oh, sweet. That's like, that's Mon Mothma. And uh, no dialogue, no anything, but I was like, oh, yeah, her, that's cool. And so I know I'm getting more excited about her character. This is some of the best writing. Oh, yeah. Mm. I think we've seen in Star Wars. It maybe, is. Period.
1: Period. Probably best writing on Disney+. Plus. I don't watch any of the Marvel stuff, but mm. I think I don't need to. I do enjoy
0: Loki. <laughs> I do enjoy Loki. Loki but... was fun. No, I mean, this show... This is not just a good Star Wars show. This is a good show, period. Well, and
1: it was written by this episode and the next two, I believe, were written by Bill Willemont, who was the writer-director behind House of Cards, Mm -hmm. which, if you think about it, was technically probably the first streaming service exclusive TV show, TV drama. Like Netflix, Mm -hmm. that was their first show that they ever put out and it was wildly successful I don't know if you ever watched it but it is a fantastic political drama and we talked about it last week how it just keeps getting deeper and more engaging like those scenes in the ISB room where they're all like discussing ideas so much tension the way that Deidre is like trying to read off like her report and what's his name I think the, it starts
2: with a P. Yeah.
1: He just is paying no mind to it.
2: Oh, Wolf, Yularen. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. And like she, even just those small moments where she like pauses to make sure he's paying attention and then she learns how to like, okay, I just got to keep saying my stuff helps bring the like heaviness of the world all around you.
2: And I like they showed that dynamic of her immediate boss now has a tone change when Yularen's in the room and he's like, yep. Listen, there are things that are kind of a, troubling, and we should look into these things. But you could tell he's he's dealing with a porcupine. Yeah, and that was it's was kind of cool to see that shift change. But yeah, uh, the ISP yeah, stuff that was cool. I had to. I was very like sucked into this episode. I was so drawn in by it, especially with the story. But I had to think about it a lot at first cuz immersive universe when i rank that category a lot of the time especially from the movies we talk about like what are we learning differently with the lore are we learning more about the force or history or are we how immersed in this are we and i i had to think about it more but i was very immersed with this one and tied it kind of to the technical aspects too of like just how they made that prison. Yeah. a, a prison. It wasn't a, it wasn't just the prison, you felt the oppression. Yeah. the whole time. But it time. was still
1: bright and y- clean.
2: Yeah, it was clean, but like they quashed all sense of hope of escaping cuz I'm looking at them like I'm like I don't know how you would escape this.
1: Yeah, cuz even when you if you were to jump out it would like just suck you back in. <laughs> yeah. I was like that's so genius. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And it's like so I had to rank the immersive universe higher, um, and like the technical aspects for that, at like to those points, it was just really cool to see how that all worked out. And I love that we got Andy Serkis again.
1: Oh, yeah. what a great surprise! I love uh, Snoke.
0: Uh, and Snoke,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just jumped a steep. <laughs> yeah,
0: let's, yeah, yes, over Snoke every day of the week.
1: <laughs> no, that was a really great surprise, and he always brings it, um. I, I loved the, yeah. Let's talk about the prison design and that wow. sequence. Yeah. What this is really showing Star Wars kicking off on all creative cylinders. Yeah, mm. you got the writing, the oh, design, the torment. To Even go like that. when all of the when they first arrive to the prison, they have like the the gates still open outside, you know, and they're like, take your last breath yeah. of fresh air. All of the people standing on that platform if I remember correctly, most of them weren't white. So yeah. you see these then, and they're all in very colored uniforms or like they're tourist attire. Right. So they're colorful. And then these three just black and white, like, but they got the the new sneakers on prison guards, the yeah. guards, yep. they come in and, you know, flex their power on them. And these people become indentured servants.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that guy's monologue was great. He's like, you'll notice we don't have weapons. And that's a very potent question. And so
1: part of me thinks when... So then they were in like the... Maybe you would call it a mess hall where they're all waiting to get fed. And then he's able to see just how many people are here Mm -hmm. and how they're all in the same location at the same time. And you're starting to see people trying to communicate with each other like insider rebels, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I think... Uh, Diego Luna's acting in this in this episode particularly was fantastic because there was so much subtlety in his face and I really felt the, like, claustrophobia mm. of his actions. He didn't realize, like, his actions actually landed him up here even though he's innocent.
0: Yeah, he looked crippled by fear.
1: Yeah. He looked his weakest, for sure. Ugh.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, like... We also got Forrest Whitaker. Yes, <laughs> yes finally saw, but no
1: Boglet. <laughs> no Boglet. No, he he's breathing fine.
0: He's breathing. F- yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, clarity, a little cold, of, clarity of purpose. Yeah, he's the only one.
0: I love that he said clarity of purpose. See, you know, can only really see with one eye. He's the only
2: pure <laughs> one, man.
1: <laughs> the only one. That was a really great scene. Bringing up like the most intense political conversation yet. And Saw is such an interesting character to throw into this and how he stands up to Luther and yeah. kind of challenges him. They both seem like really interesting players.
2: Yeah, he just names off all these factions and I love Luther and Saw's playing around with figuring out who did it mm-hmm. and I think that was that was just really good. Yeah. intriguing dialogue. It really was.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't know. I mean, for me, I was the more I was even thinking about it, I kind of just tweaked a little bit of my rankings here. Uh for me, this episode is another uh A minus, but still a great A level episode at 90.4%. It I don't know, the more I think about this show, this was the first week I was excited about Star Wars content in I don't know, maybe a year. Wow. Well. Like it's been a long, I mean, Book of Boba Fett for me kind of just shot all expectations for me to really look forward to anything else. And Andor was one of those I'm like, it might be good. And then I saw Obi-Wan and I'm like, yeah, that was fine. And then I was thinking probably along the same lines as this, but they're taking this show and there's very few shows that ever do this where you are so unbelievably intrigued moment by moment. I mean, the actors, Andy Serkis, Forrest Wicker, I'm sorry, whoever plays Mon Mothma, it is amazing. It's like this caged bird type feel, even with her family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The dynamic. I mean, this whole show of like, who can you trust? Who even you all the to?
1: other prisoners. I was
0: going to say, uh, all this,
2: like the scale of cast, like
0: yeah. this yes. show,
2: oh, the all people. the people, yeah. on, like think of all the actual people on Ferex, the prisoners. Mm-hmm. The ISB, the like, Rebels from that rebels. one Planet. And like you're bringing in a surprise big name actor, Andy Serkis, in your eighth episode. Ugh. And I'm like, holy crap, what a cast compared to like four stars on The Mandalorian yeah. that you're just getting over and over. Not to diss on like what they're doing in The Mandalorian, but to compare like
0: this just might the be cast. For me, when this is said and done. Depending on the, how the last you know third of the show is executed, this could end up being one of my favorite, if not, I don't want to say my favorite first season of a show ever because as bad as Lost got, that first season yeah, was, was pretty fire. <laughs> uh, but it's gonna be up there for me. Uh, it, this it, first season of Daredevil is pretty phenomenal too. But still, I don't know. This show's hitting so many marks, and I would recommend anyone that's not even a Star Wars fan check this show out. My wife was watching it with me, and she's like, every week she's like, "Ah, I'm not gonna really tune in. I miss too much." And now she's like, "I can tell she's like on her like you know computer working, and she's like looking up and like, well, but they did this last week, and like I can tell she's Mm -hmm. like kind of she's like normally with shows doesn't even give it any mind, but she even mentioned, she's like just the dramatic nature of this show, even if you don't want to watch, it commands your attention. Yeah, I will say though, but is it a fault? Of
2: Lucasfilm Disney to take this tone or this approach because, like, now we're going for critically acclaimed. We're not going for the as much pop culture side of Star Wars. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? And Star Wars, and Star Wars, well, like, and I haven't dug into the numbers too, but like, Andor is awesome, but it is not popular, like, online. And what we're seeing is, Star Wars is a space opera or it started off as a space opera. We know, though, it can be a space Western, like yeah. the Mandalorian. It can be now this espionage show. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I wonder if this is a recipe for success or if, if it's not going to pay off. I you don't know?
0: think it has to do with anything. It has to do with volume and like how much they've rolled out Star Wars content in the last eight years I think it's just fatigue, and mm-hmm. there's not that brand IP like what they're. We just had Obi Wan, and you're telling me you're slapping on another show. With Tales but of the But we're Jedi. not
1: getting a Star Wars movie for another like four or five years. Yeah,
0: but still, just the shows, the volume, the shows, all. Yeah. This. And then we have oh, right after this, you're telling me we have Amando and then Ahsoka. I mean, this is just comments, but I just keep seeing them come in where they're like, "I'm good with another 16 yeah. year hiatus."
1: Yeah. It. It is interesting that the fandom was built around having to wait, and now it's like, oh my god, give give us a break.
0: <laughs> just, just a weep.
1: Um, I wanted to point out that I gave this a a perfect five in the immersive universe. Um, to your point, Christian, that seeing the way that the like prison industrial complex works and the design of all of that aspect, the gamification of it as well. um, More of the... how the Empire is slowly overreaching. Like, the only reason they were able to find Bix was because Deidre's proposal to get the extra funding to do the sort of 1984-type surveillance on this area. Yeah. Like, you're seeing the payoff of of the Empire really pushing its, like, foot on everyone's neck. Yeah. And I don't think we've really... Had the chance to step back and see that from the Empire ever before, except maybe Rogue One. And I think Rogue One was a refreshing film to watch too, because it was, as I said when we reviewed it, the first like real war film of Star Wars. Mm. Like it had the caliber and weight of it. And this one is doing the same thing.
2: Mm, For sure. And like, I think that line, especially. Uh, Luther, he was like, oppression breeds rebellion. Yes. Uh, so on the T, I think that kind of captured the thesis of this episode. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it, to your point, yeah. It just, that competitive nature and how the Empire uses that uh, for their yeah. benefit. And you see Kino, Andy Circus's motivations yeah. for trying to hold on to that. So
1: my question for you guys is what do you think they are building
2: Death Star parts. See, that's I think that seemed, I think
1: that's too easy though. Part of me looked like it looked like they were like tables. And also because of the mass of the size of the thing and that we only saw three officers in the beginning, part of me thinks like what if they're extremely extremely understaffed and the prisoners just don't really know and they just have them doing mundane tasks like, oh, you put this together and then the block two pieces over from you takes it all apart. You know, is it just busybody work that is Could nonsense?
2: Be. Could be. They are weird like yeah, weird parts that is like I don't know, are these like
1: How are they parts meaningful? components to a
2: bigger engine and like I don't know, I multiple love, engines with the within the Death Star, but or yeah, are we just busybodying?
0: Yeah, I loved the idea of just them doing nothing. Like meaningless work. I mean, that's not. I don't think that's the case because they're clearly just abducting people. But it's usually for some. I think it's
2: for some profiteering. Yeah. Purpose. Some but, casino. But yeah, I,
0: <laughs>
1: it's the Canto Bite, Poland. Yeah, 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 yeah. What
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, and I, with that, like a lot of folks think Darth Vader is going to make an appearance in this show. I hope he doesn't but what I would very much so welcome and I do believe we'll get it in this show and I think it makes sense more than Darth Vader is Palpatine and I would love if this is Ian McDermott's like last performance for Star Wars I would much rather have it here than you know the last or what is it the Rise of Skywalker
1: Hmm.
0: I think it makes sense
1: no he was in Obi-Wan wasn't he didn't he have a, a hologram yeah
0: okay <laughs> yeah, I, that too. Yeah. <laughs> that too.
2: See, that's the thing. I Yeah, I don't think this show needs Vader or Palpatine. Do we know but what it
1: does need? Padme.
2: Padme. But Give I, me Padme. I, I will say, I, I trust
1: know.
0: these writers more with Vader and Palpatine.
1: <laughs> oh wait, Padme's dead.
0: If Padme's dead. And I'm kind of, I don't need to see more Natalie Portman and these kinds of shows anymore. After I watched Thor, Love and Thunder... Get that whole cast. That actually made me lose faith in Taika Waititi too. So. Really? Oh. I never saw it. Oh, just don't, don't, oh, just don't. Well,
1: his Star Wars project was shelved.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's Thor: shut Love down. and Thunder was bad. <laughs> Disney's like, okay, you are well, no d- longer. Then he like the
1: famously car. asked Natalie Portman if he'd want to be in. If she'd want to be in his Star Wars film, and she was like, uh, <laughs> "I've I've been in one already." Is this some kind of some, sick joke? Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: speaking of characters and cast, I thought I did love when Andy Circus came. I was at first, I was like, "Holy crap, are we breaking rules?" Like he's, you know, he's playing two Star Wars characters. Blah blah blah, whatever. But uh, I loved seeing him, and it was just—I was just thinking. Ryan Johnson probably didn't know that he terminated Andy Circus's contract too early.
1: <laughs> so they had <have laughs> to like, give like, him more work?
2: They're like, great job, Ryan! Now we have to fulfill Andy's role in this
0: show because of <laughs> what you did.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: Oh, well, this episode was fantastic overall.
1: It just keeps getting, it's staying good. It is on the trajectory and, to be. And you be... know, usually when we watch a show like this, there's like a dip. like. Yep.
2: That was episode two, your dip. What? You tanked that one.
0: Did I really episode two? Let's go ahead and. I take think it. so. I don't oh, know. I, I well, maybe you I'm pointed. Just, you pointed pretty firm, man. I feel <laughs> like yeah. No, oh I yeah, didn't. look at your <laughs> numbers. You yeah, criminal. Sheepers. I railed episode two. And you know what? I feel like that's justified because uh, I said it. And we, you know what? We don't, I stand by that. We don't
2: have to rehash it. You can go back and listen to that. But all so.
0: I know is I looked at the runtime yesterday. I'm like, wow, all of these are an hour. And that's another thing that feels really good. Like they're 52 minutes long ish yeah. with the credits. It's great. And then I went back to episode two. I'm like. Oh, yeah, that 38-minute you know minute time. No. <laughs> yeah. When this, when this for, when That's it, how
2: Brody ranks them.
0: When this show length. started out, it's been, yes, a slow burn, but it really is just continually getting better. But those first two episodes were not my favorite. so That's okay. Overall, if we go to the full show rankings, uh, right now it sits at 79.32%, which is the number, if it were to be done right now, the number one Star Wars show all time. Above Obi-Wan, above above season one of Mando, above Book of Boba Fett, and definitely above The Bad Batch. Uh, I cannot wait for this show to become the first thing that breaks into the bees. I don't think... I mean, we're two-thirds in. I don't think it's possible for it to become a 90-plus percent show by this point. That first third was a little weak. Um, But but
1: I am seriously invested. It got to the point... And maybe it was because star wars fans and especially us reviewing so much content that we were kind of getting burnt out and we were like what why do we need an andor series really that helped us kind of really authentically fall in love with the show
0: Mm. it's absolutely we were i was definitely on that burnt out camp
1: yeah and now it i truly am looking forward to it every week
0: same yeah it's makes me i mean normally i'm always excited on thursdays to talk about star wars but now i'm actually excited to talk about star wars not just talk with you guys for an hour so yeah i'm i'm happy about that so with that said let's break this show into the hot takes segment
1: don't be
2: too proud of this podcast you've constructed the ability to rank content is insignificant next to the power of an exceptional hot take
0: it is hot takes time I've got one I mean now that I just went down the numbers it's probably not that much of a hot take anymore but if this show were to end today right? it's only two thirds done it's not even a full season I already say this show if it were to end right now is still a better whole season than the first season of Mando
1: well, is it a hot take because we just said I know, that. I was like, well that was a bad transition.
0: Yeah. But, but it's my hot I take. I think we kinda
2: said that in previous episodes. In more or less words, mm. you know.
1: You fool. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> Your <is> milk toast. <coughs> I'm glad so we my... could all be on the same page so immediately. <laughs> I didn't even hey, I, was like, okay. I can't even
0: argue that I saw the numbers, I'm like, I'm not gonna make a case for myself. Yeah.
1: Okay, I have I have a hot take though, I and th- I don't know if you'll be ab- if you'll be able to knock me down because this is a personal feeling.
2: Ooh, she's got the high ground.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Deidre is my personal favorite Empire. Ooh, personnel. Yeah, Where's
0: Deidre? What? <laughs> oh,
1: okay, I was like Miss Low Bun. <laughs> yeah. Favorite Empire personnel. Famous Imperial. Ever? Yeah. Ever. Who else is it going to be? I I
0: don't know. I don't know. Like who who else do we have? We have Tarkin. Ooh,
1: but I'm saying it.
0: Yeah. I
1: she makes me want to sit in a room and be berated by her.
0: That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, I can't put her above Tarkin. Myself, I actually. I don't know. I like the old guy more than her too. Wolf. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I like him a lot. I
2: don't know, man. You sounded real sexist.
1: Yeah. Sounds like you hate women.
0: <laughs> I mean, I like Mon Mothma, so that's the flip.
1: I can't hate women she because period. one of I like one of them. Wait. I'm married to one.
0: <laughs> isn't that like? Isn't that how it works? We pick and choose. Who we dislike like Deidre. I just no. don't like her more than Tarkin. I think.
1: I think she. My case She's being good. is that she is a really great um, character in the series and helps us understand yeah. the Empire in a whole different way. All well, their mm.
0: dynamics, like the power struggle she has with everyone else. No, I like her a lot as a character. But She's Tarkin's great... iconic.
1: Yeah.
0: So I can't, so I got to vote it down, but it's a good hot take. Yeah.
2: I was going. <laughs> I was gonna say milk toast. Whoa. Just because it's I guess my feathers weren't ruffled, but Mm -hmm. if you're just saying who your favorite character is, I'm not like cool. (laughs) I'm not my feathers aren't ruffled, but I think I think you could make a good case for Deidre being your favorite Imperial.
0: Don't just say she's your favorite. Is she the best? That's where it's a hot take. Is she undoubtedly, unquestionably the best written character to this point?
1: I'm not saying best, I'm saying she's my favorite
0: I think I think I gotta go milk toast too then. That's a great point, Christian boo. I mean, I'm not I, I think
2: you have a Wait, great no. case for Diva being like sure. like why she's your favorite like yeah, that makes a lot of sense, you know she and we she's great at thats her job, great we're too. getting
1: to see her brain a lot more than we ever do see Tarkins like Tarkin yeah. is obviously intimidating, and the decision maker but the way Deidre sort of like you get to see her wit and her smarts about it and how she is picking up on all of these clues that nobody else is paying attention to and actually trying to get ahead of it it's putting her way ahead of everyone else we've seen in a similar position she has
2: worked hard and she's demonstrated She's she's a critical thinker and she, you can see her ascendancy. Yeah. That's what makes it really cool and interesting to see her. Yeah. So I totally get that. I just don't think that's a hot take.
0: You fool. Your take is milk toast. Christian won me over this week. That was, uh, that was insane. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, Anything's it's, possible now. I'll give it to you guys. It is hard to come up with a hot
2: take for this show. Right? But that's why we have that. That is bite. why we. Yeah. Yeah. And this is why we're doing what we're doing—to yeah. debate hot takes, especially this show. This like show, you just said, dude. my it's this ho- show. Yeah. So my hot take is: Mon Mothma and Tay are having an affair. Wait, who's Tagen?
1: Her, Her
2: friend. banker friend. Her and baker banker friend.
0: Oh, that guy who got into the, like the in the whole thing to begin with. No, yeah.
2: they're I'm either sure having milk? an affair or no, they will him. be lovers. That's
1: Luthen. That's Luthen. You're talking about the pretty boy that she's like, smile, okay? Like I need help getting money. Smile. Like everyone thinks. Oh, the ba- oh that guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, maybe. You think? Okay, like that's a good hot take. No
1: that's milk really? it's Milk Toast. You really?
2: You think Mon Mothma, the face of the Rebel Alliance, captured in scandal, is not? Hot takeish.
0: I mean, she's doing way worse things than an affair right now, according to the. I Empire. just don't.
1: You know me. I'm looking for everyone to hook up in every oh, scene possible, true. and I don't. I, get I was it thinking from them. you
2: were going to save this one,
0: <laughs> but can we? Can we call out that we we've not been in person long enough? I think whatever it was, episode three. I was like oh hey those, those two characters are gay and Amanda's like I didn't see that the and Christian then guess what
1: they're super gay yeah
0: <laughs> Christian every every episode I see that now I think back to your comment we're like well Brody it's amazing everything you said <laughs> was wrong and I'm like and
1: then you're like what if my gaydar is better than Amanda's
0: I, I think that now.
1: okay but I also think that Cyril is probably gay
0: whoa for
2: Sergeant Linus Musk <laughs>
1: There we go. I ship it. God,
2: I need to see him again. All right.
1: Manly Musk.
2: Musk better be back. Oh, we're docking this show a couple of points.
0: (laughs) Manly Musk.
2: Derelection of duty. It's unconscionable, sir. (laughs) They're fomenting out there. Pockets of fomenting. (laughs) What do you think of my hot take?
1: Um your hot take again was that they're gonna that they are having an affair.
2: It's kinda dual duality. They're either having an affair or it's leading to uh an affair.
1: I'm gonna say milk toast.
0: (gasps) Oh. Guys don't care either. You fool All three. (coughs) And I I I gotta say That is a testament to how good this show is. That That's hard. we're really like. We're brutally honest with each other.
1: Uh, yeah. Like this is. How... Okay. Wait, I might have another hot take.
0: All right. Let's
2: go. It's
1: coming right, right from the top of my brain. Do it. During the scenes when like we're with Mon Mothma at her like party house or whatever, she's trying to get all the votes. You see a lot of diversity in people, but I want to see more diversity in, in species.
2: Agree. Mm, aliens. You
1: know, let's go. Where are the different? Where's the Rhodians? There's
0: a lack of. Yep. I'm where, where are yep. they?
1: I want to see more puppets and aliens behind yeah. it. And I could see I was looking for it specifically in those scenes because I'm like, we know that the Galactic Senate is massive. And there were a couple like puppets or costumes on like the edges of the frames. But I'm like, no, nah, I want to see people talking to other species. Yeah.
2: Agreed. So like, I want yep. an alien participating in the rebel plan
1: yeah yep where is admiral akbar <laughs> yep exactly
0: I'm, I'm with you uh yeah i'm gonna vote that up christian you voting that up how are you wording this hot take
1: i we need more. more there, there should, be, should more be more species diversity uh,
2: who's gonna disagree with
1: that exactly
0: so you're saying it's toast?
1: no you're saying it's uh, kinda. No. <laughs> I like how you're trying to say no, no, no. This is what he thinks. <laughs> He's sitting right next to you. No. Well, I mean,
0: again,
2: we just it didn't ruffle our feathers. We agree with you.
1: I think it'll <laughs> ruffle other people's feathers. You know what, Christian, I think you're right again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think about it though, because like, yeah, who's gonna just Honestly, Amanda, I uh, want you to have a hot take. I'm
2: really pulling oh, for you.
0: Wow, she was close. You're a fool. <laughs> Your dick
2: is milk toast. Man, at least
0: we tried. I'm gonna try again too. <laughs> no, one it's of has, us one of us has to have a hot okay. take.
2: It's gotta relate to Melshi, the guy who is from Rogue One who made an appearance in this oh, show yeah. in this episode.
0: Oh, is it the guy who works for Saagarra?
2: Uh, he's one of the There's ground soldiers guy. on he no, he's you
1: know, he works at the table. So,
2: he works at the ta- Andor's table. His name is Melshi. He's he kind of told him he's like, "Hey, don't pay attention to the numbers. Numbers don't matter." Oh, yeah, 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 He's no. also a ground foot soldier on the Battle of Scarif okay, in no. Rogue One.
0: Nope, didn't notice that. No hot take around that. Uh, no, my hot take is I don't think in the in Andor, I think it would be a poor decision. And I said this before, but a poor decision to use Darth Vader as I think that would detract from the quality of storytelling they've done so far where the villain isn't so much a person or a thing, but it's more an entity and a political ideal that they are fighting against with this massive, huge thing. You know, I don't think it would help that show to just put it all on one specific enemy when... The enemy you don't know is so much more terrifying, and the people you thought you could trust—that kind of thing—I think bringing Darth Vader would t- detract from that, and I think it would make the show worse. So, no Vader. It makes Andor a lesser show if you bring him in.
1: I can agree with that.
2: You know how she can agree with that?
1: Oh no! It's no,
2: no, 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 because <laughs> that was her hot take in the in our Andor's predictions episode. Mm-hmm. It was just Amanda and I.
0: Oh, yeah, I wasn't there for that, so there you go, there you go.
2: You didn't listen to our episode? Wow.
0: Well, that one wasn't very good. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. No, it wasn't. I wasn't there, so it wasn't good. No, I'm kidding. It, I had to listen to it because I, I edit the audio so, for these things.
2: And so I will remain consistent. It was a good hot take you had, Amanda. Brody, you are revivifying this hot take, and I will, again, disagree <laughs> and say Sure. Good hot take. I disagree.
0: So you agree, you disagree. I'm glad I... <laughs> that's just going to be the new thing when one of us misses. Just jump on the train of someone else's hot take. <laughs> yeah. You know you're going to get one of the two to just vote Borrow you. someone else's
2: yeah. trivia question. You already
0: know you're... Just
1: cross out my name and then add Brody to it. Well, and look now at it's...
0: that. Roger,
2: <laughs> Roger. Hey, after what? Five hot takes, you got attempted one. hot takes. And it's,
0: this one has an asterisk next to it. It's not a real W, it's someone else's already recycled hot take well we need to get a w you can't say we didn't try yeah we went through a lot we did and they were all i mean literally i'm lactose intolerant i am not feeling very good right now (laughs) all that did you have some lactose (laughs) all that milk toast man it is (laughs) nasty all right well with that let's go to trivia time this is the way trivia time It is trivia time, and Christian has the question of the week. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't have the uh, question of the week. I have the question of the week. What are the drinks with worm-like creatures added Ooh. to it? Are they wigs? Are they schwigs? Are they squigs? Or are they twilegs?
2: Pigs. What's the name of the drink?
0: What does what are the drinks with worm-like creatures added to them? Wigs, shwigs, Squigs, or twilegs? I'm gonna say Squigs. You're gonna say Squigs. What are you gonna say?
1: Squigs was the third one.
0: Yep. Wigs, Schwigs, Squigs, or twilegs? Squigs. Squigs. Are you both sure? Yeah. Yeah. You are. Both correct. awesome. Nice. That nice. was that was a good trick. That
2: was question. a good. That tri- was a good. Yeah, that was a good question, man. I like, and I really liked those drinks too. I was like, what a great idea for a drink.
1: Yeah, about again building the immersive universe. Yeah. How um, her and Perrin were talking, and she's like, he was like, I'll have hers, and then yeah. he's like, oh, you don't like it like that, and she was like, I was always good at pretending, filling in all of this backstory of their marriage, even in yeah. that just small interaction. Yep, I she's loved just that. Yeah,
2: drink. I do think we should take this time to amend a previous episode. Your, Do you remember your trivia question, Amanda?
1: Yeah. I was hoping no one would bring that up.
2: Well, Hyperspace Heroes, he, he, Brown Leader, he, I know. messaged me. I knew he me. would I, I got, knew he wouldn't leave it. I've got to read it oh, on, on the podcast. Um, also, we demand, jokingly, a correction to last week's trivia. You and I had the right answer. Laughing face.
1: Yeah. Okay, but I promise I didn't just make up the answer. I I did find it somewhere that said she was nineteen when she first started the Senate. And lo and behold, this very next episode, they're like, Oh, remember when she started in the Senate when she was sixteen? And I was like,
0: Oh I was like Oh no. I was like, No. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, it was so oh, great. Yeah, I know. Taste victory. Yeah. Immediate vindication. <laughs> I know, right?
2: Uh, corrected Ew. in the books. Yeah. But uh, did they retcon then what you found
1: last week? or Was I... that a Wikipedia thing? It wasn't from Wikipedia, but I should probably double check my sources. Lesson kids <laughs> don't
0: believe everything on the internet. Don't believe don't everything you read. Check on... your
1: sources.
0: And that's, that's it for this week's episode of Duel of the Ranks. Check your sources, everyone. You'll find ours in the description below. You should check uh, our sources and how we rank everything. Yeah, oh, you should. We By
1: going to the website, Dueloftheranks.com, you can see where all of the previous episodes that we've reviewed, how they rank and all of the movies. Mm. Plus, you can check out our store. You can email us your own hot take. Or you can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and engage with us there.
0: Yeah, we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff. As time goes on, we're going to build out some community stuff. We would love to build out a Discord server and kind of just have our friends, a place to chat, a place to talk about your hot takes, not just Star Wars hot takes. Uh, is Christian's shirt, for example, the best shirt known to man, the Green Dragon. And but correct the me Green if I'm Dragon. Wrong. Yeah, I, I think you can only get that shirt in New Zealand, correct? Is that where you got it? That's where I got this one. That's what I thought. I thought I'd wow. seen that shirt before. I didn't get it because, well, I'm not Christian. I couldn't pull it off, but...
2: Oh, you could. Mm, you don't... can try it on later.
0: Okay. <laughs> 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 we just cut back to, like, the next shot, and it's just <laughs> Christian shirtless and me wearing two shirts. And that's it for this week's episode of Duel of the Rings. Google us. You'll find us. Uh, look up uh, Cold Brew for Amanda D-O-T-R or Duel Ranks or whatever for Twitter for Christian and for me just I think it's Brody1Kenobi I don't think any of us are really that active maybe you both are I'm not that's why I can say I don't think any of us are active because I don't see it <laughs> otherwise you will see us though for next week's episode of Duel Ranks as we break down Andor episode 9 see you then